garden call welcome 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 it's her roots podcast again we are back episode four uh so much to bring to the table hey chris hey mom we already at episode four i can't believe it i am excited it's different do you feel weird i do i do feel weird all right, people, don't leave us out here. You got to listen. <laughs> you got to keep weird. us going. Keep us going. Man, that's crazy. Episode four. Mm-hmm. So, man, how was your past weekend? The weekend was full. Mm-hmm. Um, I was at a women's conference. It was called uh, Becoming a Woman Perfected in Soul. It was by the Ministry of Sweet Rose of Sharon. And it was really nice. Uh, Apostle Sharon Peters is the president founder of this and it was awesome in milwaukee or out of town in illinois like a little suburb of illinois such a blessing um it was so many of us that went together so even though my soul was fed you know spiritually the fellowship was out of this world we had so much fun and for me i stayed up to like 2 30 in the morning one of those nights you did i know you know i'm in the bed by nine so that was a big deal we had too much fun it was um, a lot of sessions because it was like from Thursday to Saturday night. Tons of sessions. And I can't believe our group made it to all of them. Now, we may not have lasted through the whole session. How many was in the group? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, Chris, now you put me on the spot. But it was... Because um, y'all, it looked like y'all was rolling deep from your we social were. media. If you want to know, you can check my social media. Miss Way, 25 to Life. That's... um. On Instagram, and then of course, Shalon Wade on Facebook. Um, I didn't post a lot of pictures on Facebook, but I'm tagged in a few of them. It was awesome. It had to be at least 12 of us. And mm. then we knew some people that were already there. So I want to say even more than that, maybe 17, 18. Yeah, y'all was wrong. Something deep. like that. But it was beautiful because one of the things uh, I went with people I knew, my god sister, one of my. Um, she was there, my bestie, then some other people that I connect with, you know, spiritually. My uh, road dog was there, but I also went with a co-worker. Oh, and so okay. that was weird because I usually don't, I think we talked before. Yeah, we talked about yeah. that the last episode. Yeah, not like, stretching. I'm going to reach I out. Know. And it was, oh my God, it was the best. But she is a gift from God. God has gifted me. I have been longing for um, a special sister in Christ. And he he has wrapped her up. To be exactly that. And so it was nice. It was really, really cool. That's what's up. I'm empowered. How about that? I am in. What were some of the titles of the sessions? Oh, my God. Let's see. (laughs) 
Well, okay, y'all, you hear paper because I'm pulling out the booklet, and boy, did they have and a booklet. It is thick. It's thick. Um, they had um a session called "Let's Talk About It." I thought that was really cool. Or what was like your favorite session? Oh, okay. Well, my favorite one, they had a a woman speak, and she, what was her name? I want to get her name right. Was it? I'm looking at two of them, because honestly, I had two that just blessed my life. Mm -hmm. Um, One was Pastor Monica Lloyd. Mm -hmm. She was awesome. Another one was Reverend Gail Rice. Unreal. Just <laughs> I unreal. And and the per the, the other person I'm talking about, so it was Reverend Gail Rice. Mm-hmm. She um spoke on Friday. Unreal. Um they cause they called this session Fresh Fire Friday. And she brought the word. She um she just she talked about the woman at the well mm-hmm. and she just woke that up and then on Saturday they had a woman, Apostle Monique Flemings, mm-hmm. the sorrowful and weary soul. Mm. Ridiculous. And I we were saying uh while we were there, I know I said it. She ministered to my ministry. Oh, you know, okay. She ministered to my ministry because okay. I do shout out to twenty five to life. <laughs> shout out to twenty five to life. Yes. Um, but also just my ministry as uh, a preacher, teacher, yeah. and she just ministered to that and just my walk in Christ and being, you know, in, in, in the world of faith and being in church and talking about the weary and, um, sorrowful soul, you know, going through different things in ministry, how to move about, go in and out. She, it was, it was amazing. She talked about things that most people don't talk about. She encouraged, um, she spoke about grief, but she spoke about it in a way where sometimes we don't look at it. Like if you lose a particular thing, not necessarily a loved one, but you could lose a friend. That oh, was amazing. So she talked about it from a different angle. She talked about, yeah, from death, but then from friendships or like if you move to a different church mm-hmm. or, you know, or you go through something really major. And she said a lot of times people just tell you, you know, keep on moving. You could go, you could go. And it creates a certain kind of dysfunction in you because you haven't taken time to grieve, yeah. grieve that loss. And if you love something and you put your heart into it when it is no longer there, there is a process. That's true. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I That's wish. true. I'm not lying, Chris. I could have listened to her. And I know I'm talking too much. <laughs> but I could have listened to her. Once again, Apostle Monique Flemings all day. And she was cute doing it. She was shy. <laughs> Had on a little camouflage jacket with the little peplum. Yes. And I, it was unreal. And Pat, not only and, you would be like knowing peplum. I know, right? <laughs> it was it. I know just. It was it was it was amazing, and I'm uh, to say this is the last thing I'm gonna say. Me and my god sister, we were kind of like, eh. we were only going because our friend was like, "Come on, yeah. you gotta go." But you know, she and I, we kind of shady, can be skeptical. We don't know what we're getting into, whatever, whatever. And so, as the conference was going on, I was just thanking God that you went, that we trusted yeah. God enough, not the person or not. Other people that's putting it on, we trusted God enough to take a step to enrich our souls. Okay. And that's powerful because sometimes you might have to do something different and it might feel uncomfortable. You've been just doing different. <laughs> yeah, I've been doing different and I love it. And I love it. It's so many things I would have never got a chance to experience 
had I not stepped out. Yeah. And and she, <laughs> this lady, ah, I got another friend. She just been grinning for the last three days. She is on cloud nine. It was just that really? good. It really was. So shout out to Apostle Sharon Peters mm-hmm. and her team, a sweet Rose and Sharon ministry. In Illinois. In Illinois. It okay. was a blessing. That's what's up. It was a blessing. I was actually in Illinois just for a day. I saw you. In, in Chicago. You. Yes. I in Chicago. You. So it was cool. In Chicago, that was St. Patrick's Day. It was, weekend. yeah. Did you see the water turn I green? I did. The water turn green. I love doing that. I didn't know that they did that. They do it every year, and it'd be off the chain. Then you see people parading yeah. all around the It was uh, packed. Fountain. It was lit. Yeah, that's what they do. That's it was lit. Do. So, shout out to Chicago. Chicago. One of my St. favorite cities to go to. Yeah, one of they... Uh, one of their holidays, they really go out out of St. I had no idea. Yeah, you see the green tutus, yeah. faces all made up and all that. I had no idea. What was you doing in Chicago, though? Um, So I was in Chicago because I was kind of like getting my feet wet um, on this new project that I have for Lincoln on Women. Okay. Um, I'm not really at the point to really share it yet, and I can't wait to share it, but um, just working on some stories. Okay. And so I was just out there um, connecting with some people. Go ahead. Um, yeah, connect, so I'm just connect. like. Connect. You know, let me just go ahead and step out and make this move. See, so I'm, See? um, you know, that project is in process and awesome. progress. Awesome. So that's what I was out there for. But it was nice to go out there and to connect and just be out there for the weekend because Chicago is always a nice place to go. Yeah, and I so love taking a do. train. I love the train too. Oh they need to God. bring the train price down. You think so? It's not so expensive. I mean, but at least twenty dollars. <laughs> Cut that five dollars off. Lord, I pray God that you would just give her what she needs, so that five dollars would not be a hindrance. But it's really not bad. You know, fifty dollars round trip. Say your cash app. It's so you not get that extra five dollars. Cash at me. Cash at me, please. Don't people do that? Just they do. No matter what, I'm gonna start doing that too. Cause hey, you don't know how your blessing gonna come. People do do that. But let me tell you, no matter what, especially if it's somebody I know doing something, when they put it out there, I do send it. We need to make a her rules. <laughs> You know, I'm real. I believe in blessing people. And then sometimes if they put it out there, I mean. And they be getting blessed, blessed. Yeah. They do. (laughs) Go ahead with them double words. Go ahead. Say it twice. They be getting blessed. We should consider that. But I admire that. Yeah, we're going to get a Her Roots um, podcast. (laughs) I mean, Cash App. And y'all know um, she said she's serious. mm, I am. Chris, set that Her Roots uh, Cash App. Did you you do do that? that? How you do that? Get that together right now. Get it together, so we're going to make sure we get that. But, yes. yeah, it was it was a cool weekend. It was a cool awesome, weekend. Awesome, awesome, Yeah, so that that was going on, catching up. Ooh, your weekend almost, you know, kind of top minds. I can't well, even. I am, you know, Generation yeah. X. I'm older. <laughs> My experiences she... can get Oh, a... you know what, though? What? I went to see... Show did. Michelle Obama. Show did. You know I was gonna skip that. I didn't want to talk about it. <laughs> I totally forgot, but I then saw a I picture remember. With you, my mama, my sister. It didn't even look right because I wasn't in it. But I anyway. No, she was not I in wasn't. it. It was really amazing. Let me share quickly how I got the ticket though. Testify. So, this is kind of a so testimony. Sad. It is. Don't be shy. <laughs> Testify. There she goes. That's our life. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with it. But no, so how I got the ticket was I, I tried to get the ticket when they first um were released back in December. And it was just, 
it was super super hard mm-hmm. tickets were sold out it was so i was like oh my god and i am i honestly this type of person i always believe in timing mm-hmm. so i'm just like okay that just mean i'm just it's not my time to see her. I, like, really am. I'm, mm-hmm. like, kind of patient in that area. hmm And so then, like, t- I'm going to tell you how goofy and crazy I am. I, I had put, packed some um, clothes <laughs> to that day that it happened. Extra clothes. Extra while clothes. You at work. Yeah. Some extra clothes to work with you. I woke up in the morning. I said, you know... I, I'm gonna have to go to this. You just said your face. Said My, fa- it. you know what it did. <laughs> your face said. Here you go, cause you know she says My faith did say it. You better give faith its props. My faith did say it, and so you know I packed a little something extra. My little heels. Okay. And some, you know, packed extra, cause I said I'm gonna go. Like God, I need you to work this out. Like there's no way. How am I out here? You know, mm-hmm. you know, linking and connecting, and you ain't, you're not gonna have me there. Gotta be in the room. I I got to be in a room. Come on. And here. he made it worked out. He made, he made it worked out. You know, I was able Shout to Shout out get to it. the Lord. How about mm-hmm. that? Come on, guys. He turned that thing around. Come on through. So it was cool. It was very. It was you a was beautiful. happy, happy too. Because <laughs> you was. Ain't that what you Happy, happy. I, it was a beautiful Because you was going, experience. going. <laughs> you was ready, ready. Okay, she that's ready. She fronted me. <laughs> it was you. nice, though. It was nice. So, yep. One for the books this year, you know. And it was so funny because we was at the conference. And when you text me, I was telling everybody around us. And we was all happy like we was going. We were so uh, happy yeah. for you. So we celebrated Thank you. you. Come on here. Thank you, That mother. was a win-win. I appreciate that. So all I right. almost forgot about that. Hey, Michelle Obama. How are you? That's right. How hey. are you? Hey, girl. Hey. Yes. So that was, yeah, that was my weekend. I'll. All right, so this week in review, let's see what's going on. We want to um, make sure we say a prayer. Um, we can, you know, do that when we talk about the dig uh, for New Zealand attacks. Yeah. Um, you know, that was pretty crazy. So we just want to make sure we pray for those families, for those people, because that was, you know, that was just a crazy the experience attacks, yeah. for the sh- them. Yeah. You know, I'm always amazed, <laughs> and this is just because I we are people of color. Mm-hmm. Um, so many times when our people are caught up in something and do something crazy, somehow, some way, they don't make it out alive. You know what I mean? Like if they are yeah. comfort or if they do something, but it just seems like everybody else somehow they make it out alive. That's a good point. Yeah, and that yeah. just troubled me, and it just also troubled me that our president would speak so ill. And sometimes, you know, we have to really watch our words. I'm in this season of um. Uh, guard your mouth, save mm. your life. I mean, that's the season I'm in. Um, guard your words, save your life. Mm-hmm. And Tweetable. I, yeah. <laughs> and I just, it is my hope that something would trigger him to be more mindful of how he speaks against other races, other religions, other ethnic backgrounds, other anybody that is not like him because you have some people that are hanging on to every word mm-hmm. and they get empowered. They feel like they can just do whatever. And out of all the things, I don't know if you heard about this, you probably did. Um, you know, our president is a tweeter. Yeah. Out of all the things that was going on in um, the country, you know, over the weekend and, uh, and in the world over the weekend, and that being so uh, tragic, mm-hmm. said nothing about it. Mm-hmm. But he was talking about, you know, Saturday Night Live. He talking about John McCain. Talking about, you know, yeah. just frivolous things. And I'm just like, wow, you know, 
how can we be such savages when we're all, you know, the same? We're all human. And where do we get so entitled where, you know, stuff don't matter to us like it should. Like, he's just so numb. We could be any kind of way to people. It just blows my mind. So, yeah, I'm glad you brought that up, New Zealand, that we got to pray for them, Mm -hmm. you know, because it's the people that's left here that has to deal with that grief. That's true. So, yeah. Yeah, that's true. In culture, um, what's going on? Do you have anything that you heard about? (laughs) Oh, let me see. (laughs) I know I heard Alicia Keys um, is working on a new book. Um, It's called More Myself. Mm. Um, So she teamed up with, um, not April, but Oprah. Oh, that's gonna be coming out. Okay. Um, pretty soon. I think I got. Yeah. I got. And I got one more thing before what? you go. What? You can go, but no, I'm. Go I'm just really proud of this young man. Who? Um, his name is Ramik. Okay. Meek. Well, um, Meek Mills. Girl, stop. <laughs> yeah. I'm proud of him. Um, <laughs> hold on. Y'all should see my face. Because I'm just like, wow, okay, who is this person? And <laughs> you got to know Chris to know that she loves Meek Mills. Rameek Williams. Uh-huh. I'm proud of him. Okay. He got the key to the city. Okay. Uh-huh. In Philadelphia. I've always wondered, what do you do with the key? <laughs> you know what? I was trying to look that up, too. Like, okay, what do you what do with the key? What does that mean? Key to the city. But, you know, I, you know, you get the key to the city, you know, for the work that you're doing. Awesome. Um, so, the things that he's doing with criminal justice reform. That is so funny you mentioned him. Because I'm not lying. I thought about him the other day. Praise be to God. I know, right? I was leaving <laughs> to go to the gym in the morning. And um, my car on my radio was, you know, like um, uh, the local radio station. And it was like a hip-hop station. And one of his songs came on. And I was just thinking, like, I wonder. He was singing that song with Nicki Minaj. I don't know what it was, but I heard her and I heard him. And then I was like, I wonder, did he he even have an inkling that his life... Would, would take a turn. Right. It and really then did. when he came back out of it, because we know that, you know, he was arrested, they were saying, um, for violating his probation. Yeah. And then um, he had to stay in jail. The judge didn't really show him a lot of favor, but mm-hmm. then everybody kind of stood up on his behalf and then he was finally released. But he almost kind of became kind of changed with that. Yeah. And it's so funny. I don't know why I thought about him today. Girl, that, mm-hmm. was, that must have been the Lord trying to make sure I had something to say about this man. <laughs> but I thought about him today, and sometimes it just blew my mind. I said he couldn't have never imagined the right. turn the turn. that his life was going to take. And sometimes you got to go through a little jail, go through a that little is, hell. Th- here she goes. For the <laughs> turn that, that sermon. I'm, no, I'm not trying. No, I, go. I honestly thought about him today. That is true. That Because he couldn't have imagined that. He couldn't you know, have when imagined. they rapping, they singing about, you know, right. that chick. What they can do for their chick, their money, and right, blah, blah, or blah, yeah, whatever they've been and through. And then now, you know, his language has changed. Yep. And it's more empowering. Mm-hmm. And it don't mean he don't have a chick. It don't mean he don't have the money. It just means that that is not what he flaunts as much. Right, right, yeah. So I thought that was something. That so was yeah, good. I'm proud of him. You know, okay, he's be always proud. Go ahead, Meek Mill. <laughs> he's always been proud motivating. Of you. That's his, you know, that's his brand. His brand is Dream Chasers. Is it? I, yeah. I so he's always brand. been motivating and um his motivation has kind of shifted, you All know. All right. So I'm proud of him. He got the key to the city to Philadelphia, which is his home. And then also uh about 2 to 3 days ago, he got the key to Connecticut. 
So he's just collecting keys. They're right keys. next, kind of close right. to each other. Good for him. Yep. Doing it on the East Coast mm-hmm. with all them keys. Yep. I got the keys, keys, keys. I got the keys. Okay. That's DJ Khaled. <laughs> that is. I don't fly. I ain't that sleep. She's, yeah. <laughs> That's what's up. That is what's up. <laughs> yeah, you didn't expect that one, did What is? I don't even know what's next. <laughs> okay. Oh, um, politics. Okay. So, um... Last week, Thursday, um, there's so many people that is running Mm -hmm. uh, for uh, the presidential race, and they are just at um, Trump's head. They're Mm -hmm. making sure that Mm -hmm. they are going to get him. Um, So another person that checked in is Beto um, O'Rourke, pronouncing it right, yep, O'Rourke. He announced that he is running for president. Last Thursday. Awesome. Yeah, he's kind of giving me like a Obama feel. I know. That's what I was going to say. That's yeah. what they're trying to say. He's the new hope. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how that goes. We'll see. Yeah. yeah. He's had a few gaps, but that's okay. Yeah. We all have a gap. Yep. We'll see I how just, that goes. I pray that um we don't look, that the Democrats don't look so discombobulated and uh, just like a big group with no power. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So. That's true. Yeah. You know, I just, Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. I can't wait till it narrows down. That's what it always does. True. It narrows down, True. and then we see who's still standing. Because it's like over, like it's like twelve, thirteen. I know. That's, that's a lot to you know. Yeah, we have an Asian. Yeah, we have um, African American woman. Like everybody is reflected. African American man. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple of Caucasian women. Yeah. Um. It's just an elderly man. Yeah. And everybody. I know how everybody feel about Bernie Sanders. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. He's old. <laughs> oh. And I celebrate him, but I just, Lord have mercy. <laughs> yeah. So it's a lot going on with I that. Mean, mm-hmm. um, but I also brought him up, too, because he was featured in a magazine okay. in the Vanity Fair. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, I saw somewhere they were saying why Kamala, Kamala Harris didn't get one. Oh, they did? Uh-huh. See, it was a big... I but I think everybody pick at everything. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, he was featured in that. So check is that out. Is he from Texas? He is. Oh, that's the one Beyonce them was uh, supporting. Yep. Okay. Yep. Okay. That's him. Okay. Beto. Well, go ahead, Beto. Mm-hmm. And then also too, this month is March. Um, it is Women's History Month. Where yes. you know, but it's also in basketball March Madness. It is. Yep. March Madness. I guess I need to start watching. For all my basketball lovers, woo woo, like me, it is March Madness. I haven't been keeping up like I usually do. Did you do do a bracket? I did not. Have you ever did a bracket? I have done a bracket. Oh, you have? I have. Wow. I have done a bracket before. Never done a bracket. It's really cool. To me, uh, college basketball is really, really exciting. Kind of more exciting. They are. They're young. They're yeah. athletic. They're yeah. jumping all over the place. They're scoring high. Yeah. It it's is. really exciting. Yeah. It is. I guess I got to watch. So it started, uh, mm. it actually starts this week. Okay. Yep. It starts this week. Do so we have any teams from Wisconsin? Did my cat call? I don't know who made it yet. I okay. have to check. Okay. I don't know all of that, but I know it started this week. So those brackets, you know, people bet on those. I know. It's a big deal. It is. It's a real big deal. It is. You got anybody you rooting for? Oh, okay. Um, who am I rooting for? I still, let me see. You know, the person I'm rooting for right now is Leandria Johnson. Okay. 
Um, I know, well, she is a gospel singer. And right now, she was featured on, e, is it Iyana? Mm-hmm. I don't really watch the show. Iyana Fix My Life. And I got a chance to watch a little bit of it. Oh, Iyanla. Iyanla. Yeah. She always like, make sure you say her, Iyanla. Iyanla. <laughs> Fix My Life. It's so... Um, I like Leandria. I mean, I know she troubled. I know she got a lot of issues. I just, I like her though. Um, she does have a voice. She has a voice and her pain is real. You hear what I'm saying? That's true. And sometimes we minimize people's pain and then they act out in certain ways because they feel like they haven't been hurt or whatever mm-hmm. or helped, hurt or help. So anyway, I watched that and I'm rooting for her. She, um, well, on the show, um, Iyanla, <laughs> I know I'm messing her name up, and I'm, girl, I'm not trying Cause to. Because she, she don't be She playing. probably said, do your work, do your work, <laughs> get my name right. Uh, yeah, anyway, so, <laughs> on there, um, they, they talk about her alcoholism, they talk about, um, her, um, pain, is, well, the troubles that she went through growing up, being sheltered. Mm-hmm. Um, as a child, because her parents were um, in church or in ministry, and they kind of didn't let her do anything. Okay. So, I don't know, maybe, you know, it's obvious that that bothered her a lot. And then, I guess it's like, you know how you, how they say, you know, you shelter your kids so much, once they get out there, they just get buck wild. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, she might be an example of that. But what I liked about Iyanla <laughs> is she interviewed First of all, her producer, I believe, and if I'm wrong, I apologize, producer or friend or someone, he's the one asked Iyana to do it. And so Iyana talked to her. He talked to, she talked to her role manager, I okay. believe. And, and it was something how when she talked to them, she let them know that you guys haven't been true to her. Mm. And, and that if you love somebody, you don't let them just keep driving down you know, a, a dead end street. And I thought that was so cool because I'm sure a lot of times, you know, you're reaching out to get help for somebody, but you might be the initial help they need. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So many times we want a voice from everywhere else and we don't use our voice. Mm-hmm. And so she was just saying like, you know, how are you her friends? You right next to her. You right next to her and you're not saying anything to yeah. her, but you're benefiting from her. Mm. Huh. That's deep. Uh very cuz people will benefit from you, but then they don't, you know, they don't say anything for you. and that just really touched me and it make me it made me think about being a better friend, mm-hmm. being a better parent, being a better, you know, uh, wife, being a better dog, being a better person. Um, I don't try to be destructive, but you don't, you don't know. Mm-hmm. And so I thought that was really cool because, you know, Leandra got a lot of, you know, she got mm-hmm. a lot of issue, issues. So, and she's very talented too. Very talented. And like I always say, gifted people, boy, they go through a lot when you gifted. It take a lot to carry a gift. And, um, yeah, so I'm rude for her. Mm-hmm. But let me thank go, Leandria. Can I can I get petty one time? <laughs> I don't try. Go to, for it. I'll try to be petty often, but petty is in me. Go for <laughs> it. Come out every now and then. Did you hear about um, the Pace Sisters addressing Tamar Braxton? I heard a snippet of it. Yeah, but I don't fully know. Mm. Take it away. 
<laughs> I don't know how far I can take it, but let me tell you what I heard. So what I heard. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the pay sisters. There's tons of them. I think it's about seven or eight. It's just a lot of them. It is. A uh, lot. One of them was singing, and she's the like one of the older ones, and I guess. She had on a wig or whatever. But, of course, anybody know the Pace Sisters, you can look them up. They all have amazing voices. They can sing out of this world and uh, anointed as ever. But um, Tina Knowles, mm. my sister. Uh, <laughs> Yo, <laughs> That's your big sister. That's my big sister. Anyway, um, Tina Knowles, seriously, she posted... Um, something saying, you know, how angelic this Pace Sisters voice was and, you know, just how beautiful it was and just, you know, how wonderful she was blessed by her voice. Tamar in the comments put, yeah, she implied, and I'm paraphrasing, yes, it was good, but her wig had me tired. Oh. Why? <laughs> Why? Tamar. Right, Tamar. Tamar. Yes. Well, well, well. The Christians came on out. Did y'all go out on <laughs> The Pacers did. She well. said, I know y'all think because I'm saved mm. that I ain't supposed to do nothing. This is one of the sisters came to take up for a younger sister. And she said, Some people told me not to say nothing. Some people told me to. I just couldn't hold it. Wow. And so she ministered to Tamar. She did. She ministered to her. And she just let her know, you know, like, first of all, why would you come for her? Mm-hmm. Why would you say that? And person of your platform, of your um who you are, if it was by if that bothersome to you, mm-hmm. why wouldn't you get her a wig? Yeah, because I'm wondering, like, because Tamar used to wear wigs all the time. Oh, she she talked about that. She said, you don't so know. So it's interesting how yeah. she would, you know. But, yeah, and we have to be mindful because sometimes we can come across like this, and we have to be mindful. Um, <laughs> And I, you know, in my heart, I don't think Tamar meant any harm. Yeah. I just believe sometimes when you're so used to throwing shade, you know what I'm saying, or getting mm-hmm. people together or getting people off your back or whatever, it, it just flows. Yeah, it just flows. Like a river. I think she might have stopped her flow. Okay. Um, <laughs> she said, um, you don't even know why she have on the wig, um, uh, why she doesn't have any hair. Oh, but you do because you don't have any hair. Oh. Yes. And then she talked about. She cut at the roots. Yeah. Then she talked about. But she did it in a good way. But you could tell she was letting her know. Mm-hmm. And she was saying um, things to the point of, um, you know, you could never match her anointing. Um, it's obvious, you know, um, <laughs> you don't know who you're dealing with. Oh. Um, and at any time you want to come to where we are, we'll pray for you. We'll go in for you. We recognize that something is wrong with you. That you would do this. And she was talking about how she feels sorry for her. And just all of that. And I'm just like, man, you know, you hate that. Yeah. You know, but. Yeah. I, I That's just, what happens nowadays. Yeah. Like when you comment, you yeah, never you know. you gotta be careful. How things be, can yeah, go. You need a secret closet for some of these comments. <laughs> you need a secret <laughs> closet. You just never know. You never know. And so I thought that was something. And then um, another thing. Um, this is my last thing. Um. Monique criticized mm-hmm. Oprah for doing Neverland. Yeah, I heard about that. The Neverland interview. And it just... It's a lot of the comments for that, um, for what Monique was saying is like, you know, I can never, you know, 
deal with Oprah again? And how could she do this or whatever, whatever? What did you think? What did I think about that? About Oprah doing an interview after um, that show. Mm. Well, they said one on Michael Jackson, but that's who they talked about. Yeah. Yeah, and talked about the people who... Um, <laughs> Um, yeah. Who say he, um... I kind of understand it from both sides. Yeah. You know, because Oprah is a journalist. journalist. And I, I don't think we, re- you know, kind of remember that. That yeah. that's really who she is. She right. is a journalist. Right. She works in media. So that's what she does. She's not... It's not really for her to take both sides all the time. But it's to get the story out. Right. Um, I think... And this is just my thought. I think that she did it to, um... Have them share their stories, but also say, like, just get to the root and talk about how this is really affecting people's lives. Right. And so I heard that she had um, people in the audience who had experience. Right. The whole audience was filled. The whole audience. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I think it was, you know, her of making like a statement like this is really serious Mm -hmm. matter. Um, We need to make sure that we don't just brush this over. Yeah. Um, But then from another end... um, I just kind of feel like, um, you know, what was the purpose of right. doing it? Because it um, almost seemed like, you know, why would you kind of expose someone who's not even here to speak? Right. right. So that that's how I kind of feel about it. Right. Um, yeah. So it was, you know, I'm not going to say if she was right or wrong. Right. I can't it, say. I know it puts you on both sides, doesn't it? Yeah, I can't I can even say. see what Monique was saying because she's like, why would you do this to our brother? You know, they had an opportunity to say what they had to say. Right. Some of them uh, were proven to be liars. Yeah. How could you do this? Blah, blah, blah. But then, like you said, with Oprah being a journalist, she took advantage of an opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, it just was a, it was a weird thing. But that inter- it was something now. It was. If it didn't trigger you, I'm wondering, like, <laughs> what's inside right. that doesn't trigger you? You know, it did. especially given the climate right now. Yeah, and so. I think it was just more of just, con- like, really, really bringing awareness even more. To yeah. saying, like, this is a major problem. And, like, just realizing that it don't matter how old you get. If, if what they're saying is true, mm-hmm. it doesn't stop hurting true or it still has an effect on you you may be healed from it but it, you know it has had an effect that's on true you. you know so like you don't grow out of that yeah you 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 live out of you and you kind of learn to cope with yeah, it you, you know learn to cope and hopefully with you heal before yeah you know your time yeah but you know it goes back to what yeah. um this woman preached you know about different stages of grief for whatever you deal with, you got to go through those stages and sometimes it take longer than others Mm -hmm. or whatever. So that was something. But I think for Monique, it was really deep because she experienced sexual abuse from family members. Right. And so, um, and Oprah had interviewed her brother. Okay. Without her permission, of course, Mm -hmm. and, and just exposed her whole family to that. And then Monique, um, says something to the fact of, I had two other people that did it to me, but they were dead. They're dead. Mm-hmm. So I would not mention their name. Yeah. Why would I do this now? And they're dead. Mm-hmm. And so I think the thing is that 
that Michael Jackson is dead. Mm-hmm. And he was under investigation for 10 years yeah. is what they're, what they're saying. Um, and then also I seen a, a video briefly about how his sister shared, you yeah, know, some of the things that his father done to him. So yeah. that, you know, and we, we talked about that last week on um, yeah. our Generational Advantage show. Right. Don't forget to check that out. But it, it's it's a deep-rooted issue. It is. And now it's, you know, it's been brought to the forefront, which is a good thing, like Mom said. And we should, you know, find ways to address it. Whether yeah. you, you know, share... um you know, on a platform or just right. at home, just right. have have those conversations. Have conversation. So you can know and how to deal with early. it and start early. I think yeah, that's yeah. encouraging us because they got to start early. What isn't the right thing to do? So, yeah, yeah, that that was something. That's true. That's really um all. I I don't know. You never mentioned the uh, college scandal. Yeah, that. <laughs> I mean, what do we say about Becky? No, Becky, why? 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 Becky be getting away with too much. <laughs> Becky getting away with a lot of we stuff. We need to eliminate on her. You yeah, know I mean? you know, it's it's not really you know too much to say about Isn't that. that gangster? Yeah, you. I mean, and you know what? Most people were saying, especially you know our 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 folks. We like okay. Like, we knew. Mm-hmm. You know how you just feel right. something? You know something ain't right, but you know there's nothing yeah. you can do. So it really ain't shocking. But our counterparts might be, like, clutching their pearls. Yeah. But y'all know y'all take yeah. advantage of we privilege of so many t- times. Yeah. clutch our pearls. Yeah. We didn't. We didn't clutch our pearls. We like, mm-hmm. Okay, so now they got caught. Yeah. You know, but sometimes you be thinking about, okay, but that's just those particular schools and that yeah. group of people. So, yeah, it it... It was it's something, and just watching them um, going to um, the courtrooms and stuff, mm-hmm. it just looks like it was such an inconvenience. I honestly didn't even, I didn't even pay I attention did. to it. I didn't. I mean, I pay, I pay too long. Yeah. I don't have children trying to go to school. I'm trying to help them, you know. Yeah get benefits and things like that i watched it it yeah. mattered it does <laughs> matter like, i think for me i think and i think for a lot of us nowadays when certain things like that happens it's just like well nothing's going to happen to them yeah yeah yes like that's true you know are they going to go to jail it's, it's something going to happen to them what's going to be taken away from them so it's sometimes it, it's, so it's frustrating. True. Yeah, it is. It's frustrating. And I guess if you dig too deep into it, you ain't gonna do it frustrate yourself. It can be very frustrating. Yeah, Becky. Yeah. Becky, stop. How about that? Just stop. Lord. I'm rooting for a young lady named um, Delorean McKnight. Okay, who's that? Um, she uh, she decided to help her father. She was actually adopted by him. Uh, 26, 27 years ago. Uh, she's from North Carolina, and she uh, decided to save her father's life by uh, doing a kidney transplant. Oh, wow. Yep. Okay. He's 64. She's 27. Really? Um, yep, from North Carolina, DeLorean McKnight. So oh, I'm rooting for her. That's for really something. You know, and he shared that, um, you know, we we you know we thought we were helping you to save your life and then you know now you're helping me yeah so that was that was a good story wow that was a good story I love reading I love reading and hear about that story moments. that was a feel good moment story yeah that's that's, that's yeah. that was good that was yes. and I, you know I wonder for her so young mm-hmm. and now she has one kidney yeah hmm. yep so she decided to give it to her father okay to help save his life go ahead. 
Yeah, so though, though, that's, you know, who we're rooting for. That's what's going on. There's so many things that's going on. It is. Um, you know, also this week, uh, Whoopi um, is back, back in the show. Yep, she's back. You know, so. <laughs> she talked about looking deaf in the face. Too. Yep, she did. She did. <laughs> she did. She sure did. And she made it on back. Mm-hmm. So, um, congrats to Whoopi for making it back and just for God giving her another chance. Ain't that the truth? So funny. That you say. God gave her another chance. Yeah. Because today, we're going to talk about just maximizing um, our lives. Okay. Um, Looking at how we're making it through, facing the brutal truths, mm-hmm. whatever they may be, and just maximizing that the time, the time that um, God gives us here. And um, my mom, she sent us, she sends... Um, my sister and I, and of course you um, sometimes, little tidbits for healthy living, Mm -hmm. meaning not just healthy and physically, but, you know, mentally and just in every way. And I thought that this was so good that I wanted to share with Her Roots um, podcast, the people who listen, our listeners, and also just you and I kind of talk about it because the advantage is you're young. You mm-hmm. really get to take advantage of these things. And for me, it helps me continue to put things in perspective. And so what I have here is something that says 20 brutal truths about life no one wants to admit. Mm. And what I'm going to do is just go through some of the things. Because I think sometimes we live with with our um, head in the clouds. True. And we don't face yeah. things. And if we really... I know even for me, if I really lived my life like each day was my last day, I bet I would probably that is do so some true. things different. Yeah. The first one that, that this was, oh, and this was put together by Matthew Jones. Um, yeah. Wasn't yeah. it like from Ink Magazine? It was from, yeah. yeah. Yep, Ink okay. Magazine. So good. Just so put together. But the first one he put is so blunt. You're going to die, and you have no idea when. Mm. Ain't that something? Yeah. It's just clear. It says, stop pretending that you're invincible. Mm. (laughs) Acknowledge the fact of your own mortality, and then start structuring your life in a more meaningful way. Mm. And so that just goes back to, like, if we lived as though... Well, for us as Christians, we're living to live again. But the bottom line is here on this earth, Mm -hmm. you're not going to be here all day. Yeah. You're not going to be here long. Our lives are but a vapor. That's what it says in Ecclesiastes. It's not but a moment. You know what I'm saying? And we talk about purpose a lot right now in the world, Mm -hmm. which is good. But I think we really don't think about that sometimes. We don't. And that that takes me back to Whoopi. She's Mm -hmm. like, you know. Right. You just never know. You don't. You know. You don't. You never know. Mm Mm-mm. And I know people who have experienced loss mm-hmm. from people that it, they weren't sick or they weren't sick unto death, quote unquote, and then something happens. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we have to realize that we're going to die. Mm-hmm. You know, my husband, he doesn't like to talk about that. I don't either. You don't? No. Oh, that, is that what? <laughs> That's, we're talking about it. <laughs> I'll be honest. I really don't. That's, I mean, I don't know. Maybe, yeah. maybe I can ask you, but I feel like. As you get older, you get comfortable. And you hear about it at church. You want right. to get your wings. I'm not ready to get my wings. <laughs> I know that's right. I know you mean it serious. But y'all, if y'all can see her face, 
She like looking at heaven and Peter at the door said, uh-uh, you can hold them wings. I ain't coming hold, here. Hold them hold wings. Hold them wings. But I do want to, you know. I, and the sauce. I'm not ready. <laughs> I'm not ready. Right. I'm just not. not uh, yeah. I talked to my friend about it before, too. <laughs> I, you know, girl, how do you feel about that? Yeah. Um, so I think maybe maybe I could ask you, but you know, the older you get, do you do you feel like okay, I'm comfortable with getting my wings soon? Um, I do. Okay, I think I've I've been comfortable. I'm not saying like, oh my god, you know, I'm ready to face death, you know, yeah. head on, you know, like I'm a monster or a beast. <laughs> what I am saying is, I have peace to know that I've tr- I've I've purpose in my heart to try to live the best life I could live. I had to play the hand that I had. Okay. And so if I go, first of all, I believe that I'm going to meet my maker in peace. Mm-hmm. And then second of all, if I go, I feel like I've, I've left enough legacy, mm-hmm. you know, and that's all it is, is just making sure you've done enough, mm-hmm. you know, so that the people you leave behind can't remember like the good and mm-hmm. all of that. You know what I'm saying? But no, I'm not ready to die. Oh. You know, I want to, you know, I'm a family type person, legacy type person, mm-hmm. um, purpose type person. I feel like there's more yeah. to do in life. Even at my age, mm-hmm. I feel, and I'm not even that old. Right. Um, But I feel like there's more in my life. Now, I will say this. <laughs> I've lived a minute and I recognize I'm probably closer to Death than I was to birth. You're closer yeah, to yeah. the door. But um, yeah. I feel like I have, I still have a lot to do. Yeah. I still, I feel like I have a lot of impact to make. I feel like um, God has me here to um, help my family, help my children. See, then what my prayer has always been, Lord, I want to see my children's children. Okay. And, you know, only one of my children have their kids. Mm-hmm. So... I, there's still work to do. Also in ministry, me as a person in ministry, there's some things I still want to do. I want to teach to yeah. the masses. Uh, I, I don't mind preaching to the masses. Um, and I just, I want to see my husband and I do some things. Okay. I mean, I don't have to say all of what they are, but I just want to see us do some things. I want to see you guys do some things mm-hmm. and just see um, the plan that God had for us and just see it manifest. You yeah. get what I'm saying? So, yeah. But the bottom line is we're going to die. And so when we know this, I think the key is to know that you have to plan properly. True. You know, and that's one thing um, I think all humans, we struggle with sometimes. We do. Who wants to go and talk about a will? Who wants to talk about life insurance? Who wants to talk about... um who do your kids go to mm-hmm. um, if something should happen to you and all and nobody wants to. But then when things happen, us our planning cuts down on chaos. Mm. So That's true. That was, ooh, okay. Yeah, that was a heavy one. What's, what's some other ones? <laughs> and then... Uh, I'll be ready to get my wings one day. I'll be yeah. ready. Yeah. The blessing is, you know, you're going to get them. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, Another one he put is your material wealth wealth won't make you better or a happier that person. was my favorite one that yes. was one of my favorite ones yes that's true it won't make you a better or happier person even if you're one of the lucky ones who achieve who achieves his or her materialistic dreams money only amplifies that which was always already present mm. deep that's that's deep heavy loaded yeah what do you think your wealth will amplify for you 
Hmm. I know, ain't that deep? That is deep. Go, Shala. Go, Tave Shala. Put them ah. questions out there. Something for everybody to think about. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it really what, is. And to be honest, you might not want to tell it. You get what I'm saying? True. Because, right. hey, I don't know if I'm ready. You know, I want to work on it before the amplifier comes. Right. You get what I'm saying? But yeah. Yeah. You got to think about. Let me get back to you on that one. Yeah. What do, what do you think wealth will amplify in you? Mm-hmm. And wealth cannot, well, this is talking about material wealth, but wealth in people around you. Right. Wealth yeah. in um, achievement, achievements. Mm-hmm. Wealth and um, opportunities, all of those things, you know what I'm saying? Amplify what's already there. That's true. And so you wonder what, you know. Yeah. Well, I think it. It. I think it shows what's most important. Mm-hmm. And and people get to see it more. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I can look at you now, and I can think I know. Mm-hmm. But the wealth, the your wealth is we'll gonna show, yeah. show me without me even having to ask. Right. Because I'll be making moves. Yeah. And you'll see what's important to me. That is true. So yeah, that's true. Woo. Okay. Let's see. Um, this is gonna be funny. But okay. I'm gonna throw it out there anyway. Donating money does less. Than donating time. That was an interesting one too. That is. Yeah, and and I think about we talk about the whole generations mm-hmm. and how we're different, mm-hmm. and um, you know, young, a, a lot of the younger generations feel like they want to be a part of something. They, they want to be a part of a movement. Yep. I so I think that. that they will be uh they will feel good about knowing that you know they kind of relate to that. Right. That the donating your time. Because even at their season of their life, like, you know, I don't have the most money, so I'm giving you time. Right. <laughs> you know. And it says giving your time mm-hmm. is a way to change your perception mm-hmm. and create a memory for yourself and others. Oh, create a memory for yourself and others that will last forever. Yeah. And I, memories are the best. I'm big on memories. I and am my too. love language is quality time. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah I like that. That's that's powerful. Mm-hmm. I can see that. Donating my and that that probably be good for me anyway, because I'm not a fan of <laughs> giving my money away in T I probably got that from you too, because yeah. I'd be like, I prefer to give <laughs> like what what can I do? Why, do you, do, why do you want the money? Right. <laughs> you know, okay, we being funny now, but don't you know, like, at your jobs, they be like, um, you know, we got the the UNCF. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, so how much do you want to give a you month? You got the, what's the other one? United Way. United, and then yeah. you got this, you got the. So I, are you going to get 5, 10, I, I or 25? I to my church. My church reaches out. <laughs> you, you give a, do you get $5? I, no. I donate to my church. My church reaches out <laughs> to the community. But think about it. You know, a, a, a ministry, well, I go to a larger ministry. Mm-hmm. Uh, you do too. So your ministry goes to homeless. Your ministry. Right, that's true. It reaches out um, for the hungry. Yeah. It helps with, um, you know, and these are the things you hope your ministry yeah. is I doing. think I give $5 a month, I think. And then I think I give. Like on like a special occasion, yeah, but I like get what you're saying because yeah. five dollars a month add up. You'd be like, "Give me that." Yeah, <laughs> I don't. You know why? I I like to know where my money at. But you do if you're giving it to one of those organizations. Mm, no, I, I I'm work on it. 
But, you don't have to. But what it said was, <laughs> give donate your time. Your time. Now, okay. I'll give you my time. All day. I, You know I will. What, All day. what you need for me to do, I'm yeah. there. I'm a big supporter of yeah. people, of things. I, I, Yeah, until you misuse my time, then mm-hmm. I'm done. But other than that, I, I'll... I got you. Yeah. And I'll give. Like, you know I what? give. I will go back levels. to that question where it talks about how, the, you know, how you will be amplified with right. wealth. Yeah. I, I feel like, well, I know I will give more money. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I will give more money. I am big on time, too, but I know if I have it, I, I will give more. And it's so funny because the time thing is major for me because y'all know I always say I want to be a stay-at-home mom. Mm-hmm. I still do. I know my kids are grown, but I still want to be a stay-at-home mom because I probably would be that chick. I'd be going to the kids' schools. Mm-hmm. I'd be, you know, donating to, you know, your church right. or to your community. Yeah. That would that would be me. Mm-hmm. I, I would do that. I, I would do that in a heartbeat because I... Like you said, like how you said the younger generation like to feel like that. I like to feel like um, I'm a part of something. I like to see people happy. Mm-hmm. I like to see people helped. I, li- I like that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I would be a time type person anyway. Okay. Mm-hmm. I would be that. What's another one? I think we're going to do, we're going to do about two more. It was so many on the list. Oh, yeah. Let's see. Um... Uh, let's see. And we'll make sure we share the uh, article link. Oh, okay. With you guys. You want to do that? Mm-hmm. Because she's saying we. I don't know how to do that. <laughs> Let's see. Um, This is something that was deep. Your words are more important than your thoughts. Hmm. So start inspiring people. Mm-hmm. Words have the power to oppress, hurt, and shame. True. But they also have the power to liberate and inspire Start using them more wisely. That's true. That's and when good, we're thinking about time and mm-hmm. you know our time on the earth, yeah, we we gotta make sure we're managing our words. Yeah, because people remember, nice. you know, what words you've said to them. And the Bible said, you know, uh, life and death is in the power of the tongue. You can you can speak life, and it's something about when you're speaking good or speaking well, how your nonverbals are more cheery mm-hmm. and more uplifting. And when you're speaking negative, just watch. You know, your nonverbals. That's are, true. Yeah, your, your nonverbals are reflective of what comes out of your mouth. And so, um, yeah, I think that's really true. And we do need to start inspiring people. I think that sometimes we feel like what we have to say has no value, is not worth it. But I think it is. They all, you know, it does. It just does. So, what are you doing to inspire? What am I doing to inspire? <laughs> well, you know what? What years, years, years? I mean, this because so you got some things going on. I do have some things going on, but let me just tell you this one thing I did, and this was long before all of this. I mean, years ago, I used to didn't feel beautiful, mm-hmm. and I used to didn't feel as pretty, and. And I also felt like I want to make sure I came across in like a kinder kind Mm -hmm. of way. And so long time ago, I just started saying, hey, beautiful. Hey, lovely. Hey, this. You know, and just always spoke life. 
And then every now and then I have friends that be like, you always see the good. Even if we trying to pick apart something, yeah. I try to find something. You do always find something. I do. Something. I try mm-hmm. to because, first of all, I know what it's like to be picked apart. I know what it's like to be talked about. And so I never want people to feel the way I have felt. Mm-hmm. And so I, I started that years ago. And I tell you, that makes such a difference. Now it's such a part of me to do that and sometimes it's so amazing because you see people light up mm-hmm. especially little girls oh my god i get so so many times little girls they stare or they want to get next to you mm-hmm. and it's because you smile at them you open your eyes more to them you say hey pretty girl or hey um beautiful or like i you work in a school system mm-hmm. and so i'm around young girls mm-hmm. sometimes high school girls and if i hear them you know, cussing and tripping and all that. It ain't just stop cussing. It's like, now, girl, you too pretty to have a mom. Well, let me rule for you and say that I do the same thing. Come on in. Because I got it from you. All right. All right. I do. But, yeah. You know, I do that with my students. And um, so, you know, this is a mother-daughter podcast. Yeah. And I'm just grateful that you decided to do that. Because you. You you brought that down onto your daughter. But you know what? Destroying the curse. That's what it's about. We breaking the curse. Yeah. You know what? A feeling like you're not good enough or you're not worth it. Mm-hmm. Or, and you are special. Everybody is beautiful and wonderfully made. And that everybody's beauty is not the same. Mm-hmm. But it's still something. And then another way I inspire is through 25 to life. Okay. You know, and marriage and family and just putting out um, uh, living solutions through biblical principles. Mm-hmm. Because I think sometimes um, we are just going through life and we don't we may forget that God has given us something that we can use in our house too. True. We can use his biblical uh, precepts and his his biblical principles in our home. Mm-hmm. And so I try to uh, my goal is just to encourage people in their in their marriages, encourage people in their families, encourage people as they parent. That's what 25 to life is all about. And and it comes from just because you reach a certain peak in your life, you're not done. Yeah. You know, for me, it was like, we were so happy. It was 25 years, but God says 25 to life. Mm -hmm. You got to keep going. And so we, you know, my heart's desire is to just encourage people to see that God got a he got a way to deal with that too. Okay. Every single thing. He got a way to deal with that. Yeah. So yeah, that's how we um do that. Okay. I know, I feel like I just did a commercial for 25 to Life. Y'all <laughs> check us out. We're on Facebook. You know, we do Instagram okay. as well. And it's just encouraging words to uplift married couples. Yeah. Because we need it. And and people may never say it. They may never say it. Mm-hmm. But a good word is healing to the bones. Yeah. It is. That's true. And so check it out. That's what it's there for. I love okay. what you're doing with 25 to life. Thank you. My mm-hmm. heart's desire is to be able to go out, preach and teach and bring couples together just for just for hanging out. Mm-hmm. Because I do believe um, birds of a feather flock together. Mm-hmm. And if you get together with other encouraging people, you know, you'll be encouraged. I mean... <laughs> We we can talk about that another time, cause y'all. Once I get to talk about family, I get to talk about marriage. I'll right, that is going. your thing. That's that is my your thing. thing. Everybody got some. That's my thing. Yeah. Here is one. Um. Oh, this is good. Okay. Let's Listen see if I this. can respond to this one. You can. 
Your ambition means nothing without execution. It's time to put in the work. If you want to change the world, then go out there and do it. Hmm. What's your thoughts? Isn't that real? That's true. What are you going to ask me? (laughs) Well, think about how law. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. We just, (laughs) we're talking about us, I guess, right? So think about linking all women. It was nice in your head. But until you stepped out, that's when the impact came. That's true. You know, and just for so many people in different areas, your ambition means nothing without execution. Man, execution is a must. Like there's the, you can talk, 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 talk. And I got Mm -hmm. this, I got to do this. But you have to execute it. You have to. You got to plan. One thing, um. One thing I do, I always, you know, I try my best to plan it out. I try to write it out. Mm -hmm. Um, I post, well, when I say post, meaning like around my home. Oh, yes. Her house, you walk through her house, you might come in that sand, (laughs) but you're going to leave there in power. You're going to feel like you can, what the Bible say, run through the troops, leap on the wall. Because I got to see it. Tread on surface. I got to see it. Anything I'm working on, I got to see it. I got to feel it. I told your daddy one time, I called from your house, I said... Husband, I'm gonna be here for a while. I'm just gonna bask in all this empowerment. I gotta see it. I gotta feel it's everywhere. it everywhere. That's powerful. Yeah, and so that's what helps me if I'm working on something. Um, you know, like even when I did my brunch, you know, I I have to write everything out. Okay, what's who's doing mm-hmm. what? And I know even from my generation, um, we can use our phones and things yeah. like that a lot. But for me, I still do you the still old write. school way. Okay, of writing things out, I do. Cause you, if you write the vision, you can make it. Yeah, plan. I still do the. And I would encourage you guys to do the old school way of writing things out because you may lose your phone. Girl, I got to clean my notes out there. I do too. And my my notes is loaded. The notes app, loaded. My notes is loaded. You can live your best life through my notes app. I take notes on every single thing. Yeah. If I'm at church, I'm taking notes. If I'm at work, I'm taking notes. If I'm walking around, somebody say something. I'm taking notes. Somebody said something to, to me today. <laughs> I said, hold on. Can you say that again? I got my phone. I do that I put too. It in my note. But I also make sure I trans. I try to make I sure do. I transfer that into all my journals teach, that I teach have. Teach your mama, girl. Teach your mama because I know, need to do that. All of that stuff. I'm loaded. And I have like different notebooks and different journals. Mom has always... Um, She's she's the first. You know, I thank God for all my mentors, but mom has always given me journals and notebooks mm-hmm. to write down things because mm-hmm. she always knew I was a writer. Mm-hmm. She always um, knew that I had this or I had this in me um, to do. So she was the one that helped me to kind of just start, you know, and carrying you that out. Yeah. You know, yeah. So that's that's what I do. It's important to really execute. I execute by praying. Yes. I, you know, I'm praying first. Thank you. Lord. I let them know, okay, this is what I want to do. This is what I want to see. This is how I want to feel. Right. Like, that's how I was thinking, like, with the brunches that I've uh, had or certain events that I had. This is what I want people to feel. This is what I want people to say when mm-hmm. they, when they, and to be honest, it has happened. Right. It has happened. But you, you do have to write it down. Mm-hmm. And, and the execution can be making sure you take away from social media. Like, you kind of just take true. a break yeah. from social media. That's true. To help you execute. Because yeah. if you're looking at people on your timeline every day, yeah. living their best life, yeah. how are you going to execute you gonna your, your best life? You know what? That's, that is so true. I... 
because y'all know I'm always listening to something. I heard this sermon the other day, the tragedy of ashy feet. Mm. Crazy, right? And what he was talking about is when um, the disciples were on the boat. But Peter is the one that said, I'm going to get out the boat. (laughs) I want to see. I believe that's Jesus. Let me see. And everybody else stayed back. And so they feet is dry. It might got a little ashy, but he has got moist. Hmm. He walked on that water. And even in the midst of that, he may have failed because I was listening to what you were saying. And even if the even if you fail sometime, it's like you keep going. Mm-hmm. Because if you keep going, you cry out to Jesus, help me. Mm-hmm. He gonna help you. He gonna save you. That's you true. know what I'm saying? Especially if you're doing it in his will. And I just I you when you was talking, I was thinking about, you know, stepping out. And it was encouraging me because I know, you know. One of my things is I'm always too shy or I'm too afraid or what if it don't work or whatever. And then that sermon came, the tragedy of ashy feet. And then to hear you speak about mm-hmm. how I just did it. Yeah. You know, that's in, that's encouraging. And likewise. That's encouraging. Because the introverted part of me is shy and yeah. laid back and, and I don't want to do this. But, but you do it. Yeah, but I you do, do it. it. Okay, my last one, which is going to go into our um, thing, it says... This going to lead you into your dick. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> time is your most valuable asset. Okay. You need, to priori- you need to prioritize how you spend it. Real talk, right? Mm-hmm. It says, you have the power and responsibility to decide what you do with your time. With the time you have, so choose wisely. Hmm. Isn't that something? That is deep. That's your most valuable asset. My family, y'all, always talk about me. Because they know I do not play about my time. Mm -hmm. I just do not. I do not play about my time. And it's just, you know, or like if I'm working late. (laughs) Every now and then, my husband's like, do you get paid overtime? I don't be thinking, I just want to get it done yeah. so I can move on because then the next day I won't have to spend as much time right, right. on that. Yeah. And so time is like valuable. If I if it comes across like you're wasting my time, Ooh, Ooh, I know. Chef. Or playing with my time. I don't like that. Or planning my time. Yeah. It's it's my time. You don't yeah. plan my time. You know, just Things like that. And I know I got to work on loosening up my time, too. But just when I give it, I I give it so freely. Mm-hmm. So I don't want you to disrespect it. I like meaningful time. Yes. Like, if we're going to have this time, yeah. let it be meaningful. Let, let it, it be, be purposeful. Mm-hmm. But it's something. Time is your most valuable asset. Yeah. Prioritize how you spend it. Hmm. And, you know, it just says, like, choosing you is not selfish. Sometimes it's just not. You got to take care of yourself. We cannot be what we need to be to others when we 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 haven't been what we need to be to ourselves. Mm-hmm. I mean, I look crazy making sure you take a bath, and I miss me taking a bath. Mm-hmm. That's not gonna work. Yeah. I need to get make sure I'm clean too. I'm not gonna be able to be in the room with you if you're not clean. <laughs> Whatever. But anyway, that really matters. And so, you guys, there was so much more in this. It was so rich, but. We could be talking about this forever. But it once again it's twenty brutal truths about life no one wants to admit. Mm-hmm. And and I and I, I thought this was just so helpful. So I hope that it blessed you. And as I close out from this particular um session, I just wanted to give you a couple things that I found. It says um some time wasters. Mm-hmm. 
um, complaining, why spend time doing it? Right. And we've all did it. I know I have. I know I've been good at that. Um, but you realize once you're done complaining, you still where you at. Mm-hmm. What you gonna do about it? Perfectionism, and we talked about that a little bit. You just waiting for it to get perfect, and if you if it's so perfect, then you you don't need God, you don't need nothing else. You're already perfect. That's true. You know, so um, that's one of my things. And then it says um, trying to please everybody. That's a that's a uh, bad. That's a time waster because the truth be told, no matter how awesome you are, there's going to be somebody that that is not going to be pleased. So you might as well do your best. Give what you have. If if they if they receive it, they receive it. If they don't, what the Bible say, you you get to shake the dust. Oh, my God. That was at the conference, too. The lady said (laughs) one of the women of God said you're supposed to have shook the dust from that stuff because you was talking about how we still carrying on and and wasting time worrying about other people. We were supposed to shake the dust. She said, now you're buried in it. Because oh. the dust done got so high when you were supposed to shake it off down by the ankles. Hello. Yeah. So, yeah, that was, ooh. girl, be some dust shaking going on. Do you understand what I'm saying? <laughs> um, What did I say? Uh, comparing yourself. Bad time waster. Because yeah. you, you know, you can always think somebody else is better or somebody's doing it, whatever. And also, you can't get arrogant and think you're better. Right. And or, that's why I think it's important, too, when I was talking about make sure you manage your social yeah, media time. Especially yeah. if you do have something that you're working on or, mm-hmm. or a brand that you have, you're carrying out. That is manage so true. Manage it. Manage um, it. Bishop Daryl Hines, your pastor, preached a while ago, years ago, comparisonitis. Mm-hmm. It'll mess you up. Mm-hmm. I've never forgot that. So comparisonitis is a big time waster. Um, lack of priorities. Repeating the same mistakes. Gotta learn from our, you know, from our errors and worry about what people say. Mm. You hear what I'm saying? So we we gotta make sure that um we remain focused, don't waste time. If you have wasted time, thank God for Jesus. He can redeem the time, mm-hmm. but just get back on point. That's all. Just get back mm-hmm. on point. What's your dig for today? My dig for today is... For this week to carry us through. Yeah, you know, I got excited about this. I ain't gonna lie because I love empowerment. I love um, trying to... Working, not trying, but working to live my best life. And I do have to work on making sure I'm not wasting my time and understanding the brutal truths about life. And there's a couple scriptures that I found um, in the Bible that I thought was amazing. Proverbs 10 and 4 says, Lazy hands make for poverty, but diligent hands bring wealth. Okay, that's deep, deep. Yeah, <laughs> deep, deep. And so it is important, you know, that we just don't, we don't be lazy. You know, look at what God has given you to do in your life, whatever you have to be a good steward of over, whether, you know, whatever it is, because I don't want to name things because I might miss something. But whatever it is, don't be lazy about it. And you got to get up and move and you got to push yourself. The spirit of procrastination is real. However, it can be overcome. You understand what I'm saying? And the bottom line, the brutal truth is it's so clear. You can be lazy if you want to then you're going to miss out, Mm. you know, because those truths don't change. 
you're gonna die you're gonna need you know you're gonna need these things money is not gonna make you happy um you know what i'm saying you can't always worry about what people say you can't be spending your time um comparing you gotta just be diligent about your own life and i tell you this when you respect your life and when you um put priorities in your life the people around you will have no choice but to that respect. That is a true point. They will have no choice. Now yeah, I'm not saying I they, they. I'm not saying they'll like it. Yeah. What I'm saying is they I have. They that. will respect it. Right. But when people see you all willy nilly, yeah, then they get to treat you all. Yeah, because when you're not sure, you yeah. Know. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the main thing that um makes a, a a leader a good leader. You know, you have to be organized. You have to be start. You have to know what you're going to be doing. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You can't be all over the place. You have to be firm. You have to have your agenda or um, the things that you want to have done in place because people respect order. They really do. They respect order. And then they get a choice. Wow. Do I like that order? True. Or do I not like that order? Mm-hmm. I'm going to choose today. I'll deal with that order. Yeah. Or I might not want that order. Mm-hmm. And so that's so important. And then Ecclesiastes, um, Ecclesiastics um, 9 and 10, it says, Whatever your hands find to do, do with all your might. For in the realm of the dead, where you are going, Remember we talked about regardless. Stop looking like that. We did. <laughs> where for in the realm of the dead, where you are going, there is neither working nor planning nor knowledge nor wisdom. So what are we saving it for? Yeah, because we. Yeah. yeah, what are we saving it for? Us. Let's get out there. And don't get me wrong. I know sometimes it can be overwhelming. You might need to rest, rest, and then you know, keep it going. Get moving. Find new things to do. Um, branch out. I've seen so many um, people just branch out, you know, people just starting businesses or starting organizations or mm-hmm. becoming coaches. And I, I want to shout out names, but I'm scared I'm going to miss somebody. So I won't. But just, you know, using what God gave them, mm-hmm. and what, what God has given them and just maximizing it and sharing it. Yeah. Because even though we're all human beings, we're all given different gifts. Yeah. And... They're, they're given to us to edify other people. And so get out there, use it, whatever you find your hands to do, and you know you do it well, get out there and make it happen. And we're in that season, too, mm-hmm. of living where people are just making it happen. They are making it happen. Across all generations, they just are. making it happen. We're all pushing each other. And it's inspiring me. I, I got some things I need to make happen. Ooh, hallelujah. <laughs> I do. You do. I feel you. you I'm you're making it happen. I have. I mean, I have been on a really great journey. Mm-hmm. You've been branching out. I have been branching out, and it, you know, it's like it's a whole new world. <laughs> you know, and God just puts you in some of the places you would never, never imagine. That is true. If I just, you know, but I had to learn to not be afraid. Mm-hmm. You know, it was all with me. Learn not to be afraid. Go ahead and branch out. Um, recognize this is your only life. I know <laughs> YOLO, you only live once. Yeah. So you better get out there and do your best. Of course, you know, with the help of the Lord and the will of God. But we try to act like God restrains us so much. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't. That's true. 
That's you true. You know, he doesn't. People will restrain you. Yeah. But God doesn't restrain you. Or we always feel like we're waiting. We're we talking yeah. about time today. We feel like we're always waiting on God for everything. Yeah. And I heard Bishop T.D. Jake say one day, you know, you, if, if God gives you the idea for chair, who's going to make it? You know, right, like right. he, you're going to have to yeah. make it. Yeah. So, you know, you can get all of these ideas downloaded, but we're here on earth. Yeah. And we have to carry it out. And he's given us the tools. What we, yeah. yeah. Which is something because it, it's just amazing. The Bible says, stir up the gift that's in you. Now, that means it's something in you, but it's up to you to stir it, to up. Stir it yeah. up and to make it happen. You know, and, and and that's where really where we have to move forward in. That's true. So we, I guess we encourage, you got deep, you you? deep dig. Yeah. Stir it up because you don't want to leave this earth without it being stirred. I, I saw me one time when I get to heaven, it says something about when I get to heaven, I want to have nothing left. I want to have used everything okay. that God has given. Yeah. And you think about all the times where you didn't use it because of fear and you you back down because of this because of that but he he redeems the time right so we nobody nobody on this earth has an excuse because god will make that up I, i'll go into some more I, let me stop because i'm thinking about jonah when mm-hmm. he didn't want to go then when he finally said yes the thing that was have taken him longer to get there when he finally said yes it took him a short amount of time because he just ran with it. And once he decided to go ahead and go, he just went. Mm. And it, it took it, it took shorter. It, it was less time than what it could have been. You know, you think about the children of Israel. I mean, their journey to where the Lord had planned for them to go. It probably would have took, I believe, uh, less than 11 days or three. I'm not sure the exact day. Did it take 40 it or, would have taken a few days, but it took. But because yeah. of their fears, mm-hmm. because of um, not being sure, because of all of these things, their doubts or what have you, forty years 40 in the years. wilderness, and then all some of the people that were supposed to go, well, most of them couldn't even get there. Mm. You know, and don't get me wrong, God is a keeper; He will keep you. Why are you in the wilderness? He will keep, he love us just that much. But sometimes we may miss out on some of the other things that we can have because we don't manage our time. We don't take advantage of opportunities or we think we have so much time and we don't face the brutal, truth, brutal truths about life. So that's true. I know. I, YOLO. I know. YOLO. You only live one. You only live one. You only live one. Make it your best life. Yes. Yeah. You have just tuned into Her Roots, a Lincoln All Woman podcast where we share honest thoughts, generational perspectives, and biblical truths. We encourage you to stay connected and follow Her Roots on Instagram and Facebook. And if you haven't already, please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Join us for next week's garden experience. Invite the girls in your world.